Hey everybody, we're going to be doing something a little bit different today, a little bit strange. So thank you for downloading this episode. And today we're going to be doing a secondary campaign that we are putting together for our Patreon over at patreon.com slash brute force. Uh, so we're going to be playing different characters in the same world of Eorth. Um, and I, I think you'll very quickly figure out kind of what the hook is for this. But we're very excited about it. And it's uh, just a little bit of extra content for the people that are supporting us over on our Patreon. We figured everybody should get the first taste for free, just like Deacon Sugar put a little under your tongue. Uh, but the best part of this is that I don't have to steer this metaphorical ship uh, because Carly is in charge this time, which is something I'm very excited about. Get ready. It's, this is all Carly all the time. Hold on to your butts and ch chug your sugar water for energy because you're going to need it. We're going to party rock. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for listening. And if you want to support us to be able to listen to this next series, you can go to patreon.com slash brute and you can subscribe and you'll have access to this feed. All right. I'm taking the reins from Adam. Give me your, no, Adam, give me your reins. I don't even no, have the reins. I've, yes. I set them down. Adam. Yes. And Adam. Yes, You've and. stuck them in my hands. All right. Here we go. At first, there was light. I mean, not the kind of light that comes from the creation of a world, but more like the blinding light of being physically closer to the sun. It took them a moment to realize their own existence, but not as long as you'd think, being that 30 seconds ago they were autonomous. At first, they tried out some facial expressions. Surprise, happiness, and concern were among the first emotes that they thought they would need in this new life. Not that it really had a basis for what it would actually need, but it had to start somewhere. Using its legs for the first time, it pushed itself into a standing position. It was only then that they saw the item in their hands. An item, and the person in front of them. It recognized that person on some tangential level, being that its collective thoughts provided many historical examples of her, but this would be the first time they spoke to her of their own volition. What on earth would it say? They did a few dry runs. Hi was simple enough, but did they want to go forth into this strange new world with the first word being hi? The girl was talking at them at that point, but I mean, they still hadn't decided on their greeting. Hey, what's up? Wait, no, that was too casual, and hell, it didn't even know what kind of personality it was going to have yet. Were they even the casual kind of person? It was then that the girl leaned forward and took the item from their hands. After rooting around in their memory banks, they finally settled on what they thought would be an appropriate greeting. They smiled, the simplest of gestures that can pack so much emotion and context. It was at that moment that the girl looked horrified, and the next thing they knew, she was screaming. Ah! Sentience! The boot met the side of their head, and they went toppling out of what they realized at that point was a giant nest. Their last thought was a hope that their fellow Frankies would meet a much nicer fate, and boy, they were certainly very high up indeed. I'm Adam, and I play Frankie. I'm Ray, and I play Frankie. Hi everybody, it's Pat. And I play Frankie. I'm John, and I play Frankie. I'm Carly, and I'm the storyteller this time. The 
four of you all pop onto the deck of the Everything is a Tree, once known as Poop's Pride, once known as the, I don't know what the name of the prince's boat was, but you are all standing in a circle around Yanov, and you all now are more than a Frankie. So how this happened, you'll slowly figure out, but you are all the Frankies that will have just come from delivering all the relics to their places. And Yanov is standing there with five or six wither glasses in his hand. He's kind of juggling them. Some of them are falling out of his hands and he's, oh, oh, good. Oh, I, well, you know, four, four out of however many we said is better than nothing. Ah, uh, Man, that would have really sucked to have to have tried to find all the components to make new ones from scratch. Uh, well, welcome back, guys. Let's, uh, I'm just gonna, man, I don't know what to do with you at this point. And you can see from behind Yanov's shoulder off in the distance, though it's really hazy, that there's the silhouettes of all the gods down there doing their big battle. And you catch the end, essentially, where all the gods overrun the hyena and they fall to the ground. So you guys all kind of have some self-awareness now that you didn't before. What do you think the first thing that you guys would do is, at this point, Yanov doesn't know. He just thinks that you're normal Frankies. My Frankie looks at Yanov and says, Father? Wait, what? Father? What, what? what is, uh... Why am I? Why am I? Father? <laughs> and he, he picks that Frankie up and kind of whacks it on the side of the head like, oh, oh boy, huh? Oh, I really had one that's malfunctioned like this before. Ah, uh, hmm. Is this love? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I, I certainly didn't program you in this way, so I'm not 100% sure what is going on. And he's, he's now looking down at the rest of you. My Frankie sits down for the first time that a Frankie has ever sat down. <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't. I didn't program you to do that. Uh, oh God, did I even give you knees in order to? <laughs> oh, oh, this is this isn't good. He did, but they bend backwards on my Frankie like a flamingo. <laughs> he installed them backwards on accident. Oh boy, oh yeah, all right. The gods are fighting on the horizon, and all my friends are gone. Now the Frankies are. Asking me what love is, I don't, I, oh, this is maybe a little more than I, uh, is above my pay grade at the moment. Huh. Hey, what about the rest of you? She says, looking <laughs> down at the other two. I, I'm kind of taking it as it comes. Like, it's a pretty trippy situation, right? You know, sentience and everything. Never thought about it before. It's fucking wild. Oh, boy. My uh, Frankie is examining uh, their own skin and all of the, like, weirdly overlapping flaps and ham-like consistency that it has. Um, and it just looks down and it goes, oh, now this is all going to be a mess. Oh. And <laughs> then uh, sits down right beside of uh, Pat's Frankie and then just makes a big show of crossing their legs like a fucking broadway spectacle full v jackknife around and over and then like crosses its hands and place it on pat's frankie's knees and then my frankie will look at this gross frankie and be like hello welcome to the floor we like the floor 
Yes, we love the floor. Uh, Ganoff puts down the Frankie he was holding in his hand and is kind of examining you all like, oh, this is, there's a lot going on right now. I don't, I don't know if I've got the brain power really to deal with you and deal with, you know, that and, oh, the gods and, um, boy. What are gods? Is that us? Are we gods? We are gods. Seems to me like the gods are all here. I mean, if you're if you're talking about that, I mean, technically, I'm your god. So, uh... I mean, listen, that's one interpretation, certainly. But I would also suggest that maybe there is no god, except for the god inside each of us. <gasps> maybe. Maybe the high Frankie is onto something. <laughs> I, I think that you might be the one that went with Moon Kevin, uh... <laughs> uh my Frankie sees something and just starts wandering off. <laughs> oh, uh, well, I mean, there's not much you could get up to, I guess, on this. And all of a sudden, the the boat lurches, and nearly everyone goes sprawling, and it's kind of stalled in the air for a second. And then it slowly at first, but then quickly you discover that the boat is starting to descend towards the earth at a rather alarming pace. There's crew running around trying to secure things down. They're trying to find ways to get the ship righted again. They're securing rigging. Some of them are just flying off into the air because the inertia has caused them to uh, fall slower than the boat itself. That's not a helpful mentality. Now, when you <laughs> say that when a, an airship is falling out of the sky, it feels kind of like turbulence, but kind of like an extra step above turbulence. Is that kind of the feeling you think that we're feeling on deck? Yeah, right it's if these Frankies had proper human stomachs, their stomachs would have gone up into their throats. Okay. And everything would have felt lighter, like gravity is lessened. We are falling like the one who is no longer with us. <laughs> Yanoff starts yelling, Oh, what? Ah, cap. Who's at the cap? I'm the captain! Ah! As he was falling, he's falling kind of with his trunk beside him, and he grabs around it like he's hugging it and is slowly trying to open the trunk itself. He ends up pulling out one of the jetpacks and very clumsily puts it on himself as he's falling a little bit slower than the boat, so the boat's getting a little bit farther and farther away. Um, my, uh, my Frankie during all of this is going to make another um, sort of dramatic show of uncrossing their legs um, and then sit sort of spread eagle and like clutch the chair or the bench that it's on and really take in the vibration um, ah! that the, the turbulence is, is um, giving very much in a, in a Molly Shannon way in the Talladega Nights Ballad of Ricky Bobby. Oh, if you've seen that cultured film. Um, this Frankie is sort of learning what a, what vibration can really bring to the table <laughs> in a in a very visceral way. <laughs> <laughs> My Frankie's still standing and is uh is kind of like like a reed almost in this turbulent climate. Like it's he, he's bending around back and forth, but he's always kind of like staying centered. <laughs> well, you guys are all going to have to either grab onto something or lose yourself off the boat entirely because you are definitely falling slower than the boat itself as well. I'm just going to grab a rail. My Frankie's going to grab a rail. You notice that my Frankie is holding something very protectively with one hand and it appears to be a small furry dog. Oh, oh all right. 
Good consistency. Um, my Frankie is going to be latched to this seat that they're on um, for dear life. And But they started doing that way before we realized that we were falling slower than this should be needed to. Um, but they're like, cl- like Frankie nail-sized uh, claw marks in the wood grain of this. Uh, absolutely. This they're gonna need to get to a certain point before they feel comfortable letting go of this. <laughs> Everything is a new experience for my Frankie, mm-hmm. and even <laughs> flight is a new experience for my Frankie. <laughs> Doesn't have the good sense to grab onto anything; just taking it as it fucking comes. Well, speaking of that, um, you guys are babies unto this world, and sure. you probably haven't really felt anything before this, so you're slowly starting to come to the very fun emotion of fear and self-preservation. You guys are realizing that you're probably going to be shattered into a million pieces if you do fall down with this boat, and so you know enough that you don't want that to happen, You don't necessarily know all the ramifications of that, but you think that's probably a bad thing. And so we're going to do kind of like a half D&D, half fate thing. And I'm going to get you to do a bunch of skill checks to find ways that you guys can not end up down in the, the wreck the sure the wreck that this ship is going to be soon. So you guys are all based at zero at the moment. So I'd like you to all make uh, notice rolls to see if I can give you any extra details. Oh, four. Two. You got four? Damn. I got four. Goodness gracious. You got all pluses? All pluses. Um, I got, I got a neutral. Okay. I got negative one. Okay. John and Adam's Frankie's at the moment. You see Yanoff trying to zip away on one of his jetpacks. You see a canvas tarp that is uh, fluttering around now in the breeze, but it's being pinned down by uh, one of the heavier barrels. Uh, You also see far below you, as you're heading towards the ground, that if you can maneuver it to some degree, there is a larger body of water below you. It's still undecided where the ship itself is going to land, but you think that using some kind of wind resistance, uh, you could probably sugar glide yourself over to the water. Damn, you're Frankie smart as hell. <laughs> Firstly, he looks up at Yanov and says, Father, don't leave us. Ah, uh, sorry guys, you're on your own. I will, uh... No, don't worry, though. I'll pick up the pieces once I get to the bottom, and we'll figure out what, what exactly happened. You all gang by! <laughs> and he's, he's, he's putting away higher and higher into the air as the fart smell slowly evaporates from your new nostrils. Great, 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 great ad. Great addition. I grab hold of uh, one of the corners of the top, and with... Oh, I guess I need to put Rufus down somewhere. I put Rufus in my shirt, which I'm wearing. <laughs> I grab hold of uh, like the rigging, like the mast with one hand and the corner of the tart with the other, and say, uh, "Somebody else, we we should grab grab the tarp, grab make sails." Uh, my Frankie, I guess I'll. Definitely go do it. So you're going to need to make some kind of uh, athletics check to get over there because you are free falling now. And Am I still base zero? Yep. 
plus one. You are able to do it, but you are kind of having to gravel along the side of the boat as your legs are way up in the air and and hand over hand make your way over, but you do manage to get one of the corners of the tarp. Hello. <laughs> I'm here to help with the tarpaulin. Ray, what are you doing? <laughs> Finishing. Well, okay. That was what you said, and I'll... <laughs> that was your words. Uh, no, I think that uh, I think that my Frankie will sort of see the state of things and has just recently learned um, that life is precious and should be protected. And, uh, yeah. So, um, like right before my uh, my Frankie's into edging. That's canon now. Right before um, my Frankie is going to stand up. And then um, lean over, but not in a way that looks natural, in a way that looks like uh, a drag queen is doing it because they're wearing a corset uh, in that it's like full straight legs and straight back, but bent 100% at the, at the waist with ass out um, and just give a little uh, kiss to the bench that they were sitting on and like pat it lovingly. And then you said there were barrels, correct? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, are you familiar with um, the bull riding mechanisms that are at a lot of country western bars? Yes. Frankie's <laughs> going to straddle a, uh, a big barrel, push it on its side first, obviously, and then use the powerful ham-powered Frankie thigh muscles to clutch onto this barrel. Okay, so you're riding the barrel yes. like the missile in that yes. one Stanley Kubrick movie. Yeah, ex- exactly. I knew I knew that you were on the same wavelength with me here. Okay. Doctor Strange loves <laughs> Doctor Strange. Thank you. Love. Doctor Strange. Or how I Why learned to really love the bomb and stop. Stop worrying. Yes. Very important. Very good. Glad you have your cultural ministers here tonight. <laughs> Thanks for telling me, men. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey dog, you're the one who said you didn't know. Not me. I mean, I didn't say I didn't know. I just said that one Stanley Kubrick movie. I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray. So okay. your Frankie has straddled this barrel, and the barrel has lifted off the deck of the. Yeah. Everything is a tree at this point, and you are uh-huh. you're riding that baby like a bull. Yes. Okay, Adam, what are you going to do? Not <laughs> to roll. <laughs> nope, that's fine. <laughs> Is the barrel empty? No, there's there's something in it. It's not necessarily a heavy what something, but there is something kind of sloshing around in it. Oh, never mind then. I feel like I'm like floating upwards for a while until I realize I'm floating upwards far enough that I'm gonna like leave the very like the vicinity <laughs> of this boat. And then like I feel like it's just kind of a situation where I don't want to hold on to the boat because that's you know, crashing on a boat's probably not gonna be great, but I definitely don't want to fall onto the boat like we're over water correct uh there is water just to probably the right of you so at the moment you're heading towards land but there is water very close cool yeah so i'm gonna try to like do one of those things where the skydivers do where they like try to like roll their bodies in midair and and aim for uh, a particular area uh so i'm like doing some aerial uh maneuvers okay give me an athletics for that one. Oh, of course I have a two. Okay, all right. So you you throw your arms and legs wide and you kind of take off. Uh, actually, you slow down a little bit more because you're providing more wind resistance. So the boat is actually getting a little bit farther away from you, but you are essentially flying, squirreling this with your ham body flapping in the breeze. <laughs> and you're using 
said ham to try to direct yourself a la a skydiver towards the water. A lot of your skin is very loose, so it's flapping upwards rather than providing you wings, but... Come on, I keep it tight. Come on. (laughs) You do feel that you are are making some progress. Okay. Okay. uh, John and Pat, what are you guys doing? We still need to secure the other two corners so it acts as some kind of like parachute type thing. So I will... I assume we're on a boat, there's a mast, there's probably ropes hanging off the mast. Yeah, sure. They're they're flying up into the air. So I'm going to tie the corner that I'm holding onto one of the ropes and then try and maneuver to another one of the corners. Okay, can you can you also give me some kind of athletics roll for that? <laughs> that is minus 2. Oh boy. All I've right. Used up all my luck already. All right. So you're you're pretty confident that you've got this and you're going to move over to the other corner of this tarp and you take one step and you realize, oh, this is actually moving across a solid object while it's flying through space. You take one step and you immediately fly up into the air and you're holding onto one end of this tarp while Pat's Frankie is holding onto the other down below <laughs> and he, he's, you're essentially pulling him up off the deck and you're both into the sky at this point. Nice. All right, Pat. I was going to kind of accidentally do that anyway. I want to, because we're trying to get to the other side. So I want to treat this area like it's kind of the uneven bars in gymnastics. And okay. my plan is like, I do my cool flip because I'm a gymnast and I like, I like go. And then I try and catch the other side as I'm flying, hurtling past it. And I rolled a plus three. Oh, damn. Okay. So you, uh, you are down below and you essentially. Because I'm assuming it's falling vertically right yes. it's not well we're not we're not flat the, the no yeah, bow it's, was kind of tilted forward yes okay. that's right so you uh what you actually end up doing is you crouch your your knees in the way that was not actually meant by Yanov to happen so you're crouching in the right way and you push off with your strength and you fly up into the air and you've got one of the corners in one hand and you're able to get to kind of the diagonal corner and to grab it with your other hand so very cool at this point three of the corners uh, have been caught, so th- it is starting to balloon up a little bit, so it's getting a little bit harder to hold on to. But you guys have the the makings of a parachute at this point. Dope. Uh, so Ray, I mean, what what else is there to do? You just keep riding <laughs> this baby down. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, unless there's like a fun feather boa. Um, for my Frankie to put on, or like, is there is there a, an obnoxiously large fan that um that they could grab from midair to sort of like clack 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 clack? Pow! Is you know you gotta is there? Is, <laughs> I don't think there's anything. I think that's a hell of an entrance as is to the earth proper or to the ground. We Happy I don't think birthday it's to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's an earth. It's a ground. <laughs> So, uh, Pat and John, you actually start slowing down a little bit more and you're getting farther away from the boat. You see uh, Ray's Frankie just r- riding a barrel, getting yep. farther and farther away from you. Yep. They're, they're tossing their ham face back, though. They're really feeling it. They're getting really into this whole... They're feeling themselves. That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some cool. big self-confidence happened in this Frankie. Uh, my Frankie points... Uh- Raise Frankie and says, I think we might die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that wouldn't be good for my schedule. (laughs) Oh, no. 
Um, so at this point, Adam, you see uh, Race, Frankie riding this barrel, getting further from all of you. Uh, the other two have made what is almost a parachute, while you are uh, all spread out, tilting to one side to try to to win resist yourself over to the water. Yeah. So as I get closer, like in that direction, my plan is that how far are we away from success here? Because like, I need to know if like, I need to make the last move I'm going to be making here. So uh, you probably would have about two more rounds to set everything in motion before it's too late. Yeah. So for reasons that will be determined later, I would like to dislocate one of my feet. Okay. (laughs) I, I think that you can just do that. Oh. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take it off with a D. I'm just going to be safe. Okay. Just for safety's sake. So you pop a pin and, and pull your leg off from the knee. Perfect. Thank you. That's what I want to do. Okay. Uh, so guys, you see one of your Frankie's careening a little bit towards the water. The other one is riding a barrel and you've almost got a parachute. Um, am I still sort of floating, falling? Yes, no, you guys are definitely... So everyone is off the boat at this point, and it's actually getting pretty far away from you. Well, I guess we need to secure this other corner, so I'll start pulling myself along the the top. Okay, give me a th- athletics. Or even physique, but it doesn't matter because everything is at zero. Just give me a roll. That one's a minus three. Oh, no, John. <laughs> Your Frankie's dead, dog. <laughs> so uh, at this point, you are you're trying to maneuver over to one of the, the, the sorry the only corner that's not been secured, and as you're reaching uh, the corner that you do have in your hands, the wind resistance makes the whole thing flap, and it goes flying out of your hands, and now there's two corners free, and you're you're falling faster at this point, and you're actually starting to get closer to Ray. Well, if you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. As a saying that I know. And I'm going to try and secure another corner. Um, I got a plus one. Okay, I would say that, yes, you can get three of the corners in your hands, but it's pulling you quite a bit. Like, it takes a lot of strength to be able to hold this kind of thing. But Okay, I was confused about this tarp setup. I thought it was kind of existing. We were just trying to tie it down. I didn't realize we were... I've tied one of the corners to, like, the mast, like, the rope on the mast. Okay, so it's, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Okay. And you Makes had sense. two of them. I wasn't tracking with what we were exactly, what we were trying yep. to tie it to. All right, I rolled a plus one. If I have all three, I want to try and use, like, my strength, which I guess would be fight, because I'm fighting the wind. Right. Old man yells at the sky, and I'm trying to, like, keep it taut. Okay. Yeah, so you are creating quite a bit of wind resistance at this point. Um, It's going to keep pulling in your hands, but... You can do that. It's ripping the flesh from my exoskeleton as it slowly slides through my meat hands. <laughs> Adam, are you just going to continue? What's going on with your leg? So now, am I like, how close am I to the water at this point? Um, you are probably able, like if you were to keep descending down, you'd be in the shallows. Oh, geez. Yeah, I don't want to do that. If you do like one more round, you can probably get deep enough that it'll absorb much of the impact. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go deeper. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I got to I got to roll another athletics here. Yeah, just roll uh okay. dice. I have a backup plan for this. Don't worry. Okay. That's a negative 2. Ooh, boy. Uh okay, so you go to lean uh to to continue your 
descent into the water itself. I don't have a leg now, though, so I'm spiraling. Yeah, you you actually, you overcorrect and you start doing almost like you just got free spinning in the air. So you're just going round and round and round and round. It's perfect. What I wanted to have happen. Absolutely. <laughs> and John, you're actually getting pretty close to Ray at this point. Uh, Ray, what do you want to do? You can see John's Frankie just above you. Yeah. That means that the the tarp itself is also getting pretty close to my Frankie, correct? Uh, John is not connected to the tarp anymore. That's right, John. Uh, John. <laughs> so I have, I have an idea, but I don't like it. Do it. Do me. something. Do something stupid to to save yourself. It's <laughs> real bad. Okay. No, I got it. All right. So I, I think my Frankie does look around and sort of realize that while this is it, that's an excellent showing, sort of just riding this barrel down. Um, it doesn't have quite the same uh, gravitas that the boat turbulence had, and so. They're not really getting anything from this. So like a like every like every good strong independent person leaving a, a failed relationship, they're gonna stand on top of, of the barrel and they're going to kick it down to help propel themselves up. Basically they're just gonna slow down so they okay. can you know. Alright. So you're getting up towards the tarp is what your aim is, is that right? Yeah. Okay. So now that the tarp is secure, they are going to like try to uh, kick the barrel to sort of skyrocket themselves bullet bill style directly into the middle of the tarp but at the last minute they want to switch into a full burt reynolds lying across the middle of the tarp <laughs> with your arms behind your head oh yeah with my arms with arms behind my head i imagine that uh at some point this frankie has in getting sentience has sprouted a like a thick forest of body hair across its chest <clears throat> or what would be equivocated to a chest um and yeah it's doing a full doing a full reynolds just right there on in the middle of the tarp all right very nice give me a roll <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> two uh, okay, I would say that, yes, you, you kick up and you, you end up propelling yourself up towards this tarp, and you do manage to, to get into the middle of it, flip on your back. Yes, yes. And yes. now you're, you didn't quite expect, like, what kind of pressure it would be uh, pushing yourself up against this thing, though, and mm-hmm. your, your graceful hands behind your head ankles crossed is uh a a little bit sloppy and you end up like getting flopped around in the middle of this (laughs) parachute honestly they're probably loving it i think way into it way into it it's almost it's almost like this is much better it's at this point that the boat itself just from the wind resistance starts cracking apart it nearly snaps right in the middle. The mast that the parachute was actually attached to cracks. And in that splintering, it becomes unattached to the uh, boat mast itself. So you're all now free falling and the boat is descending below you. So oh, you've bother. got maybe one more round to come up with a way to either slow yourself down or aim yourself to the water or... I bet however- y'all would wish you chose the water route. <laughs> Well, you know, we were trying to save all the crew and stuff that are on the ship. Uh, that would be going to die if it smashes into the ground. So I'm currently falling. I was falling towards Ray, who just kicked off and shot past me because uh-huh. screw physics. Uh-huh. Um, am I above or below the boat? Uh, you are above the boat. And the mast, did it like fall or is it just cracked? It's like cracked into pieces at this point. Okay. 
Um, I'm going to sky surf. I grab a piece of wood that's going past me. It's shaped like a surfboard. And I stand <laughs> on right, it. It's roll. a surfboard with wings. <laughs> and I surf it towards the parachute. Okay. With a minus two. <laughs> well... Let's keep this game going, and while you don't necessarily get onto this surfboard-shaped piece of wood, you do try to, but you get on the side and it, it ends up like flipping you up, and it does get you closer to the tarp in order to help Pat Frankie hold on to one of the corners so you can hopefully descend a little bit slower enough to survive this. Patrick, are you just going to hold on for dear life? Yeah, I guess they're just... Still just holding on as tight as they can. <laughs> and their okay. arms looking like flapping everywhere. Ray, you're relaxing in the middle of the, uh, the, this upturned tarp. My Frankie's in a mosh pit, basically. A tarp-based mosh pit. Uh, living their best life. Um, getting flung around everywhere. Getting flown around everywhere. Now, I am... I, the, I, the human player, am starting to realize that if... If the part of the tarp that my freaking connected with was the underside of the tarp, that basically just means that they're going to get ricocheted straight onto the ground when it hits, which is a fun thing that I had to, I had to realize for White Claws Deep. So now what... What this Frankie is going to do um, is, is going to grab that rope um, that, it, that it was connected to the mast with um, tie it around their waist because a cinched waist is very in. Cinched, you get you can't just be a a, a refrigerator box anymore. Yep, yep, yep. You got to cinch that waist in. You got um, So they are <laughs> they're putting an accent belt on to cinch that waist, uh, and then they are going to like in the most uh, ridiculously over the top way kick against the shattered uh, mast. To sort of like careen towards the water, but carrying the rest behind them like the most like regal, a ridiculous entrance of all time. Um, because I feel like the the water splashing back would look much better if there was a train. And so this is an accent yep, yep. belt with a large train uh, dragging behind it. It's basically all right. yeah. Gotcha. Okay, Adam, this is the last round. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. Save us all. All right. So as my Frankie is plummeting towards the water, it has a sudden realization that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we're all consciousness experiencing itself subjectively, that there's no such thing as death. Life is only a dream and we're the imagination of ourselves. And in this realization... He hucks his leg at the water uh, to break the surface tension uh, so he does not get completely uh, blasterated when he Very hits good. the water. Very good. Nice. Sure. You got the, you got the smart Frankie. Um, I got... I, I, oh, I, I rolled. I didn't need to roll. Cool. Yeah. No, not to just throw a thing ahead of you. Okay, cool. Never mind. I didn't get a three. No, you did it. You had a very good idea, and I you're not it. going to get obliterated by the surface tension of this water. You're proficient yes. at throwing your own leg in this game. That's what, that's <laughs> part, it's in the fate book, so I feel, it's in the fate core rule book, so I feel like if we break that, that you're not proficient at throwing your own limbs, I just, it mm -hmm. feels like it all falls apart, you know? I took a feat. You took, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you took a feat. You took it off. That, Adam. <laughs> Damn. Mm -hmm. Damn. Okay, so the whole ship is plummeting towards the Earth. 
Pat and John's Frankie have managed to get a uh, parachute rigged from this tarp. And they are definitely floating much slower than the boat at this point to the fact they're, I mean, they're Frankie, so who knows if they feel pain. So they're going to have a hard landing, but they're probably going to make it. Ray's Frankie has shot itself off towards the water, Uh swan diving towards the lake with a a train of uh, canvas behind it Mm -hmm. with the with a perfectly cinched waist, like a, a goddess descending unto the lands. A and idea. <laughs> Adam's Frankie has wisely decided to remove its own leg, throw it at the water to break the surface tension, and he's going to go in once the leg is in. And uh, so when the boat does actually hit the ground, there are... Uh, Yenov had some questionable material as he always does on there. And it actually causes a fire, which causes a small explosion once it hits Very the ground. Cool. And that kind of shoots a, uh, a heat wave up, which actually slows John and Patrick down even more. It does singe whatever body hair they might have. Oh, good to know that Rufus uh, is now completely missing nice, fur as well. Yeah, great to know that Rufus is missing. No, Rufus is in my shirt. I mean, if it singed your body it hair. It's on your body here. It's on your body here. So the outcome of this is that John and Pat, you you get an updraft. So you go up, which slows you even more, and you're able to descend down uh, to the earth with with minor injuries. Adam, you you managed to actually escape this with with nearly no damage. Except for a leg I have to reattach, but I mean, that's just a Tuesday, really. Yeah, exactly. That's just a pin job. <laughs> so you dive down into the water. It takes you a while to reorient yourself, but you do end up surfacing at the end of that. And Ray, you continue to swan dive, uh-huh. but because you started the ascent towards the lake, much later than maybe you could have. While you still end up in the water, you end up in uh, one of the more shallow parts of the water that has a lot of reeds. And I'm going to make you take some stress okay. uh, because of that that we will resolve at the start of next game. Excellent. But it, you've all managed to to survive the falling now. A lot of the crew didn't. It's uh, yeah, R.I.P. Jasper and Mooncap in the cast. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> <laughs> there's the, there's no issues with the continuity of Jasper died. There is actually much less carnage than you're expecting, but you guys won't necessarily know exactly the extent of that at the moment, but you do manage to regroup. You do manage to uh, escape this alive and escape with your new consciousness and sentience in order to continue on the adventure. My Frankie comes surfing in on his own leg. <laughs> My Frankie pops out of the shallows with a brand new wig made fully of reeds. My Frankie holds aloft Rufus. He's still himself is still submerged underwater, but he's holding Rufus above the water. <laughs> My Frankie's just floating on his back, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. 
zoom out like a lot to a robin, one of its eyes scarred closed, is watching the new group of Frankie start to grasp the gravity of their new lives and question where to go next. It takes off at that point from its perch and heads into the sky, not stopping for the next half day before it collapses, gasping, onto the shoulder of a woman with an obnoxiously large hat and robes that are far too big for her. After a short conversation between the woman and the bird, the woman erupts with a calculating smile. Well, she says, looks like things are finally getting interesting. The other woman beside her lowers her clipboard and gives her companion a skeptical look. Uh, you mean other than the literal gods having a mammoth fight on the surface of our planet and magic, you know, ceasing to be a thing less than a day ago? The woman with the large hat and the honey blonde hair gives her a withering look and rolls her eyes. Ugh, you never let me have a cool last word. One quick question, sort of off topic a little yep. bit, but are we wearing clothes? No. Do Frankies wear clothes? Uh, of course Frankies wear clothes. <laughs> they do? I was assuming they didn't. Yeah, we're not just flopping dong all around town. Why would you Why would have Yon-off a dong? Build a dong? Because Yanoff made them. Why would they not? <laughs> Listen, um, I <clears throat> here's what, in, in my brain, right? I think it would be more work to not have a dong. Let me explain why. <laughs> I tried to tell you. Oh, praise God. <laughs> you you have to presume. My experience of lacking dong, it's much easier to have one, let me tell you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's that a- there's that aspect of it, too. But, t- but too, if you imagine that they are like, the, 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 that you've got some sort of a, like a robotic in- endoskeleton with uh, leathery flesh uh, applied upon the outside of it, um, I'm, I'm presuming that it was uh, somewhat repurposed leathery flesh. Uh, to a certain extent, in which case, like, you'd have to remove stuff to make him not, make Frankie not have that kind of equipment down there. Okay, wait, hold on. What the fuck, Yanoff? We only skinned men, is what you're saying? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, can't, can't we have just pieced together well, stuff? Well, maybe there was a, a very, very tall lady, but I mean, these are big exoskeletons, or big Why did Yanoff skin people? Well, what is he gonna <laughs> use, a bear? That's creepy. A pig, a cow? I mean, le- I mean, he isn't a human, so like, he's a sentient race. Okay, I like, I like how he said, I like he said leathery skin, which made all of us think about the animals that are typically used to make leather. And instead, you were like, no, it's like old gay men that tan too much in San Francisco. It's like, no, that's not where leather comes from. Why would we assume that they were human? I don't know. We kept describing it as ham. I don't know anyone that has a ham texture to their skin. I mean, human human is the other white meat, really, when you think about it. I don't <laughs> that, know. That Listen, I don't meat. know for certain that they're made out of people, but I feel like it's probably likely. He's the type of a guy that would, if you've got a perfectly good access to a, a, a form that is humanoid already, why reinvent the wheel is what I'm There's saying. There's all sorts of humanoids. What, what Are there Frankies covered with fur that have like, like doll-like consistent, mounds? at least. Like, okay. Can we please say Frankies don't have dongs? Okay, fine. <laughs> they have kin doll here. mounds. <laughs> but do they have clothes? Which was the question. They still have clothes, John. Come on. <laughs> They're not going to flaunt their lack of dong either. They want a little mystery. <laughs> 
they're all wearing some kind of loincloth-esque thing and a tube and a crop top. Um, the more exposed skin there is, the worse. I always like imagine they were like dressed like a grunge era 90s rocker, you know? What, or what if they're in like a paint suit? Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Where were we? 